Welcome back, folks, to the Mail Right Show. It's episode 165. I haven't got my co-host with me in this episode. He's away on a business trip, but I've also got a fantastic special guest. She's a real friend of the show, and that's Major Zove. Uh, um, and I probably destroyed a Christian name, which I I do with... With regularity, don't I, dear? But um, you seem to cope with it well. Um, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers first, and then we're, we will delve into our great subject? Yeah, absolutely. So I own a boutique Facebook ads agency called Super Spicy Media, and I actually started with Facebook ads after I got fired from my previous job, which was uh, I was a copywriter at an advertising agency. Um, and since we, since, since um, the people at the advertising agency weren't really interested in Facebook ads, um, and I really pushed for it, uh, they basically fired me and I ended up, you know, going my own way. And um, I've grown my agency from scratch pretty much. But now I consult to seven plus figure companies on how to use Facebook ads. I implement Facebook advertising strategies to, uh, uh, for them. I design the visuals. I write the copy for them. And um, I also have a book. I have a video course. And that's that's how I pretty much got, got started and how I came to where I am today. Oh, that's great. Um, so you, we discussed before the show, our audience are mostly real estate agents, but I wanted you to come back, um, come on this particular show because you're a real expert on Facebook advertisement. And um, how, in your own, how do you feel that real estate agents, what are they missing out by not really understanding about the power of Facebook advertising and how they could use it to really help their business, Monica? So one thing is location targeting. Um, I know I know a couple of good real estate agents that um, implement fantastic Facebook advertising strategies and they work really well, but there are a lot of real estate agents and real estate agencies that just want to play around with Facebook ads a little bit, but they don't know exactly how to implement and who to target. So the number one thing that they're getting wrong most of the time is location targeting. And they're targeting these big audiences of uh, half a million people that are basically not their target audience. So the first thing that they need to do is pretty much define who their target audience actually is. How old are they? Where do they live? What's their income? Are they currently in the market for buying a new house, a new home? And that's where you get started. So first is just defining your target audience and then basically doing location targeting. Um, the whole of the United States uh, is definitely not a good target audience. It's too big. Um, but just narrowing that down with interests and behaviors is, is a good way to get started. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But on the other hand, you, you you don't want the audience to be too small because then um, Facebook, Facebook. Am I correct? You, you're the expert. I um, I have people help me with my company with this. But if the audience, on the other hand, if the audience is too small, it's basically Facebook's technology can't really help you. Um, I'm looking for the right word here. Um, um, optimize the advert so you so would you agree that you need a, a balance between too small and too large really 
Yes, absolutely. So if you have a target pool of 1,000 people, it's definitely too small. But if you're launching a campaign and your potential audience is, let's say, 10 million people or even 5 million people strong, that is definitely too broad. So you need to narrow that down. So you have to look for that sweet spot and you can find that sweet spot through experimentation and A-B testing and trying new things, basically. Yeah, so, you know, obviously, um, if you're in a a large city, a large urban area, let's say, um, for example, um, Dallas, um, you know, finding the right balance isn't probably going to be a a problem. Your problem is probably going to be cost of per lead, really. That's... But let's say you're in an average, medium, large to small city that's, say, got a population of 250,000 with maybe suburbs, with some surrounding suburbs. So you might be looking at a total population of half a million in total. Um, How do you deal with that scenario? So I would start by... um by uh, doing some inquiries in terms of, you know, who, who your current audience is and just asking a little bit about their interests and where they come from. And those locations that you get through those interviews are the locations that you can target as you move forward. Um, I would also, if, if you're a real estate agent looking, uh, listening to this or look, looking at this, um, you might also be interested into um, looking into lookalike audiences because that's a good way to get started. So lookalike audiences is basically creating a brand new audience based off of your existing audience, such as your website visitors or your existing leads or uh, your customers. So what you can do is you can upload that list of people to Facebook, create a lookalike audience out of it. And that lookalike audience is going to be a lot bigger than if, for example, if you live in a, in a smaller city or suburbs or um, something like that. Yeah, the, the, you know, especially um, if, am I correct? I'm just going to make this statement and then I want to put a couple other questions about lookalike audience to you. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just going to say to the audience, this isn't actually that, it, it sounds a bit techy here, but it's actually not that difficult. you just got to do it a few times. Um, first of all, um, when you import that list, am I correct in saying that the email, you can either use phone number or email, but you can't mix both. You can either choose the email address or the phone number. And secondly, they got to be. They got to match up with either a phone number or the email um, that the individual utilised to sign up for their Facebook account. Uh, am I right about those two things? Kind of. So right now, what the more information you have on your uh, on your email list of uh, people that you already have. So even that's email and a phone number and country where they live in and email and last name. The more information you have, the better your list is going to be. So the 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 bigger uh, the more information you have, the better can Facebook basically match those people on your email list to actual Facebook profiles. So for example, 
you have an email that's maybe a work email, but then you have a phone number, you have a first and last name, you have a country, Facebook is going to have a much easier job of matching that profile, uh, that email, um, that first name, last name to an actual profile than if you wouldn't have a correct phone number, for example, if you know, if you know what I'm saying. So yes. the more information you have, the better it is. More. Now that, yeah, now when you create, look, uh, now when you create those lists of people um, on Facebook, um, you can do all of it. So you can do first name, last name, country, uh, you can do phone number, email, all of that all together. So it's not this or that, but you can upload everything and Facebook is going to um, create a custom audience. So that's how it's called, custom audience um, based on, on that information. So the more info you can give them on these people, oh, the yeah. more that Facebook is going to, you know, going to have more Absolutely. of that list being imported into your lookalike list, basically. Absolutely. And with, uh, with real estate agents and real estate agencies, uh, they collect a lot of information. So you definitely have phone numbers and uh, country of residence and so on. So absolutely, um, the more you have, the better it is. Right, you author. That's cleared that one up. So then you um, import the list, and then you it gives the option. But um, have because this is a, a a changing scenario because obviously Facebook oh, are yeah. changing this all the time. So um, at one stage they didn't, you know, um, offer you when you could select a lookalike audience. They didn't give you a lot of options around what that lookalike audience was going to be um and that's why your list because i am am i correct that really for for their um technology to work that you really needed a list of a thousand plus is that oh no oh no it's you need at least 100 people if you have at least definitely the the more you have on your list, the more people you have on your list, the better it is because you have a larger sample of people that Facebook can analyze. But if you have even 100 email leads and if you upload that to Facebook and create a lookalike audience out of that, it's going to work. Um, so so you need at least 100 people, but you know, um, with with 100 people, you can definitely make it work. Oh, thanks for clearing that because I was listening to some other people when they were saying the list, but I, I will go with you because I know that you know what you're talking about. So uh, <laughs> so I'll go with your statements. Uh, um, so that's great. So you don't need a lot. You can, with a smaller list, it will still work. The bigger the oh, yeah. list, it's better, but it will still work with a 100-person list. Well, thanks for that. So, so on to the other thing. Um, what kind of can you zero in to this lookalike audience like through can you select a specific city a specific area what are some of the things or do you just you know you just get a broad selection and you just got to let facebook work it out basically so you can do you can do countries that's for sure and yeah. you can do broader areas such as uh european economic area for example um and you can do countries as well but in terms of location you have um limited possibilities for example if you do location targeting uh tra- traditional way you can basically drop a pin and facebook is going to create an audience within a radius of that pin 
But with lookalike audiences, it's a little bit more limiting because Facebook does want to create a lookalike audience of people that are actually going to be interested in what you have to sell and what you have to offer. Um, and if you, if people were able to really pinpoint the location down, Facebook wouldn't be um, actually successful at doing that. So um, it's a bit, it's a bit broader, but it's, everything is for, um, for your purpose, basically to achieve your goal. But what you can do is if you create a lookalike audience from the, you know, whole of the United States, you can still with once you start creating a campaign, you can still narrow that audience down to a specific city and you can basically solve that. Yeah, so don't get intimidated. The reason why I bring that up is I knew the answer anyway, but I wanted you to confirm because you're the mm-hmm. expert. Um, because a lot of people get kind of, um, they stop at that because they, they get intimidated, but they don't realise that they, as soon as they import it and let Facebook, they can narrow it down a bit more. Oh, yeah. Um, and also it's really about the quality of your list, really, isn't it, that you've imported in, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. So uh, when I work with clients, we mostly create lookalike audiences out of uh, existing customers because that's the qualified list. Not all of our email and definitely our email subscribers. It's a much bigger pool of people that we have, but not all of them are qualified to become our paying customers. But if we upload a list of paying customers to Facebook and then create a lookalike audience out of that list, that list is definitely, that lookalike audience is definitely going to be far more qualified than um, lookalike audience created out of just general email subscribers. Right. We're going to go for our break. um, We'll be back in a few moments, folks. We're going to be delving some more into custom lists, Facebook advertising, anything to do with that. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We've been having a fascinating conversation with Mocha. so the other factor is about this custom list business is that if you let's say it gets back to my example, Dallas, you know, um, a very large metropolitan city. I think the population is between three and five million. Um, you've got a lot of competition. There'll be a lot of competition um, to purchase space on Facebook, won't there? So a custom audience. Can it have a, a effect on the cost of um, of the advert and the cost of purchasing a quality lead, basically? Definitely. So the the more advertisers you have advertising to that specific area, um, the costier your ad might be. But if you are good at Facebook advertising and if you know where to start and if you have some sort of strategy, um, you have a really good chance of your cost being quite low. It's definitely still a lot lower than any other advertising channels, so to speak. Um, but I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't have that discourage you from advertising because there are a lot of advertisers who are not doing a good enough of a job, even if they're targeting Dallas. But if you're the one that has a strategy that's doing a good job, your ad might be cheaper than other advertisers targeting the same area. Yeah, I think that's a great point you're making here um, because... um they, you know, obviously they're there to make money and they're, they're, they're doing quite a good job of that. Um, yeah. But they also, um, they want their advertisement, the people that advertise to be relevant to the audience. Yeah. They, they want signs of engagement that the actual adverts to the target audience are relevant and they're getting engagement. And those that can show that, they will give a reduced rate compared yes. to other people that not. So it's not just an auction that the highest buyer yeah. will get. Is that correct, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely correct. So the more relevant your ad is, and you can see the relevancy score yourself in uh, Facebook analytics, and the more relevant your ad is, the cheaper it's going to be for you to advertise to those people. Because naturally what Facebook wants to do is Facebook wants is its users to stay on Facebook for a longer period of time. And um, consequ- a consequence of that is they want to show the right ads to the right people. Because if they see right ads, if they see the ads that are relevant to them, if they engage with those ads, they're going to stay on Facebook for a longer period of time. And that's Facebook's goal. So you made a great point. The more relevant your ad is, the more engaging it is, um, the the cheaper it's going to be for you to advertise to those people and to that to that location in particular. Now, what were some of the factors that you found with the um, high-end now you've done a lot of Facebook advertising for people, oh, yeah. haven't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> what you know, but what are is it still? Um, you know, obviously, video has increasingly become popular, but um, but also, it, is the if you're going to utilize image, is it is the image still very important um, in the success of the advert? And then also. Um, what's the balance between long-form copy in the advert and shorter copy in the advert? You know, does is it too many variables or are you finding long-form copy more effective? That is, that is a great question because I have done so many experiments with long-form copy versus short-form copy. And I've, I've been doing those experiments ever since I started... Um, just seeing people using very long form copy on Facebook ads. And whenever I checked the um, engagement rate, it was quite high. So I was interested, like, what if I start using that for my clients? What will happen? So what we did multiple times is we had like three to five different visuals. And then we had one short form copy and one long form copy. And whatever we did, whatever we promoted, long form copy always performed better than short form copy. And like I said, I literally done hundreds of experiments like that, but long form copy always outperformed the short form one. Um, So what I would really encourage all the listeners to do is do the same thing. So even if you have one image or two images, when you're launching your next campaign, create two sets of copy 
One being a very short one, let's say up to three sentences, that's it, maybe five. Um, and the second one being a very long one. So multiple paragraphs, just break it down. Don't just write one long paragraph, but breaking, break, it, uh, break that down into multiple paragraphs and run that ad copy. It can be very salesy. So whenever we promote uh, with, with my clients, whenever we promote their services or whenever we promote their products, our uh, copy is very salesy. So it, it, it like it's sales, uh, sales page, like it's a long, long form, um, but it works really, really well. Make sure to include a strong call to action at the bottom, literally say to them what you want your users, your audience to do. Um, and I assure you that is going to perform a lot better than short form one. Um, but in terms of visuals, uh, so your question before, um, before you, before we started talking about the copy, what I would really recommend, especially to real estate agents, is just to start using video. You don't need a lot. All you, all you need to do that successfully is your mobile phone, which has a camera. Um, and what I would do is um, when you're promoting a new house or a new home or a new apartment, just go there take a short video, walk through the apartment, walk, uh, walk through the house, and then advertise that. And um, it's going to be a lot more engaging than a traditional image or a traditional design with, I don't know, let's say a house or something like that on the image. Because people will literally um, watch that video and kind of feel themselves be right there in that apartment in their uh, in that house um so that's one one thing that i sh that i definitely recommend trying and um, also i'm going to expand on that because i think you're totally correct on that but it um placing that video does it have also is it a real sign to facebook that it's it's a possibility that's an advert that's going to get some real engagement so the actual cost um, in the auction is going down by just the fact that you got a video. Oh yeah, videos tend to outperform images in every single way. Uh, whenever we, again, we did hundreds of experiments uh, and video outperformed every single time. Um, it's, it's the content that Facebook also wants to promote a little bit more because they do want to compete with YouTube and they do want to become a video platform and they're doing everything in their power in order to become that. So now just recently they introduced this feature called watch list. So whenever you see, similar to YouTube, so whenever you see a video that you want to watch, but you don't have the time to watch right then, um, right there, and then you just click save to watch list and you have a watch list full of videos that you can watch. Um, they have a separate video page nowadays where you can browse through different videos on Facebook and choose what you want to watch in that moment. Um, so Facebook is promoting that content a lot more. It is cheaper to use a video in your ads than to use an image. So let's say just a quick scenario. So would you, let's say you're a real estate agent and you've got a, um, you've got a property for sale um, that's really in your target um, um, niche, either that niche is 
controlled by area or by the type of um, person that's selling the property. So you're representing them. So you do a quick video and then you say in the text that you, um, you set up a landing page and you have a lead magnet that, let's say, gives you the 10 tips for preparing your house if you're thinking of selling. Is that a good setup? So you've got that quick video, you've got some text, and then you've got that landing page with that lead magnet. Is that something you would recommend still to people? Yeah, so um, that that's a great point. So lead magnets still work very, very well on Facebook, especially when using an objective called lead ads. Um, and that's a special objective where Facebook don't need to visit. You don't even need a landing page to collect a lead, mm-hmm. but all they need to do is they click sign up in their newsfeed and kind of confirm their email that's already automatically connected, um, automatically collected by Facebook um, through the email that they signed up uh, with on Facebook. Um, so they just make a couple of clicks and you automatically collect that lead um, even if you don't have a landing page. So you don't need a landing page to do that. And I would definitely recommend using um, um, just using that approach themselves uh, because it's, it's really easy to set up and it's really, really effective. You can get leads up to like up to $4 um, if, if it's a good campaign or even less than that if it's really, really, um, if, if you use really good targeting and good uh, ad copy and so on. So absolutely, I would recommend that approach. Well, actually, um, if you're up to staying with us for another 10 minutes, I'd like to delve into that Pacific area mm-hmm. um, after we finish the podcast part of the show which listeners and viewers you'll be able to see on the Mel Wright website the whole interview but for now um, I just because you're offering um, you've got a, a great offer for the listeners and viewers and also I want to give you the opportunity because you've got some great new courses around everything we've just discussed that you're offering and I highly recommend that you take one of uh, Mojoka's courses because um, she really knows her stuff so did you want to um, give us some info about what your um, what your latest course and what you're offering to the MailRite listeners. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah, absolutely. So recently I launched a course called The Science of Facebook Ads because everything that we talk about today is basically science. Like all the targeting aspects and location targeting and lookalike audiences and custom audiences is all just pretty much scientific things that we are talking about. Um, and everything that we talked about today is included in the course as well. So everything to setting up a um, lead ad, to setting up lookalike audiences and how to effectively do that, uh, how to effectively design your ad, how to um, edit the videos for your ad and so on. Um, and I'm offering all of the listeners 50% off from my email course. Um, and you can find my, not email course, video course, and you can find that video course on the science of basic ads.com. Um, the, the coupon code is MailRite, And I'm going to actually send you um, after, after we do this, I'm going to send you the uh, specific links to that discount as well. So you can include them in the show notes. So if, if you want to check that out too, after the podcast, that would be great. That's a great offer and I uh, highly recommend it to my listeners and viewers. Um, that's very generous of you. I really appreciate you doing that. So uh, if people want to um, find out more about you in general, what's the best ways of um, doing that, basically? 
absolutely what I would encourage every single listener to do if, if they have any questions, if they're in need of an advice, if they don't know if they set custom audiences up right or lookalike audiences, they can email me at Moitza. So that's uh, M-O-J-C-A at superspicymedia.com. Uh, or they can visit superspicymedia.com and read any of my articles that I have there or reach out to me on Twitter at Moitza Mars. So that M-O-J-C-A-M-A-R-S. Um, and I'm, de- I'm replying to each and every email that comes into my in- inbox. Sometimes it takes me a few days to reply, but I definitely get back to every single person. <laughs> oh, thanks for that, Morsa. And uh, you've been a champ with my terrible pronunciation of your today. Oh. But Morsa, you're used to it now. Oh, really I'm don't. totally... I'm having a lot of fun listening to that, actually. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. So um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, but we're going to continue the discussion afterwards for about 10 minutes. Um, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, um, we're going to be talking to an experienced real estate agent about how what's been successful for them um, on their online marketing campaigns. And hopefully, my co-host, Robert, will be back and um, we'll be having a great discussion and we'll see you next week folks thanks a lot bye